Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You know, I got a new job, but we're, I mean, we have what, like six more taxes, things to go through. watching dark side of the ring the 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 viceland documentary about about sort uh, of secret underworld of, of professional wrestling no no yeah no i'm i know what it is no i haven't been watching it yeah you really should watch it it's actually really i mean if you are if you sort of have any mm. interest in wrestling whatsoever you really do need to check it out it is it is quite no, riveting no i think i'm good i don't think i need to watch it are you sure i mean i I mean, it's really good. It's like gripping. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to watch it because I made it. Oh, oh, okay. So you've already seen it. Like you, you, you see, you saw it in like in post. I guess I should just get the full story out. Uh, I oh, please, please do. Haven't watched it. I helped make it, but I have not mm-hmm. watched it. Um, okay, so kind of like you just don't want to. It's like you don't want to. It's one well, of those things where it's kind of too awkward to watch the thing that you made. It's like that kind of thing. We had a falling out. I wanted to okay. do a gobbledygooker episode. And nobody wanted to do a gobbledygooker. And no. eventually, uh, Philippe and uh, Cassandra, uh, the producers of the show, uh, they yeah. decided that it was just best to do the show without me and without a gobbledygooker. So they, I'm doing... they, they weren't into the idea of a gobbledygooker episode of Dark Side of the Ring, right? Uh, they weren't. Saying? Uh, the network Any, wasn't. Did they give you a reason why they 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 didn't they they weren't interested in sort of covering that particular story? They felt like there was no drama to it. They said, "Who wants to wow. hear an episode about uh, a grown man in a chicken costume?" Yeah, there was no was conflict. Who, who was that, by the way? Who was in the the gobbledygooker costume? The man in the costume that would yeah. be one Guillermo Garcia Gomez. Okay, Gigi Gomez, Triple, Triple G. Yeah. And by the time I swear, by the time I'm done with this show, I will get him on and I will interview that man. And I'm not going to let Vice, Viceland or uh, Dark Side of the Ring stop me from doing that, doing my brand of journalism. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish you all the best in this endeavor. Honestly, it's I mean, a, a gobbledygook episode of Dark Side of the Ring would have been gripping i'm sure but i know right it's gonna work just as well as a podcast so if you can if you can get it done i mean please get it done well my research is telling me that he he was last known living in san diego um no one's really heard from him Uh, none of the wrestlers he doesn't go to any conventions anything like that i've certainly Um, never seen him around and i've I've, yeah i mean i haven't heard his name for a long time Uh, yeah very interesting that was pretty much the end of his career. And uh, he just brought me so much joy, you know, uh, you know, I didn't, he brought, he brought a lot of joy to a lot of people It's actually. And, and now he's disappeared, you know, from the sort of lexicon. I mean, that in itself is a story right there. And I'm really surprised that those, those punks at Viceland didn't want to cover this story. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Is that what yeah, they you're, say? You're better off. Yeah. You're better off without them. Trust me. You're better off without them, man. Yeah. I think so. I heard those guys don't tip their delivery drivers, their takeaway, takeout delivery drivers. Uh, they're the worst. 
they can't stand low wage workers. Welcome to Inside the Promo. I'm your host, Jason St. Jordan. And on tonight's show, we're going to talk to the man who says he was the friend, confidant, and personal tax accountant for Erwin R. Scheister. But before we do that, let's take care of a little housekeeping from the Tweezer King episode uh, of Inside the Promo. The reaction has been overwhelming to this episode. It's now the most downloaded episode in the history of Inside the Promo, and uh, I have you all to thank for that. Um, We put up a Twitter poll at Inside the Promo and asked you to vote uh, who was ultimately responsible for the snake biting incident with Jake the Snake Roberts and Macho Man Randy Savage. We gave you four options. We gave you four options to choose from. Uh, Jack Tunney. Jake the Snake, Gerald the Snake, or Tweezer Ramon himself. And the voting was pretty evenly split between three of those four choices. The only choice that didn't get a vote was Tweezer Ramon. Um, That really goes along with the story that we're hearing from listeners is that Tweezer really came off as a sympathetic figure uh, in all this. And... um, the voting kind of pans that out. We encourage you to keep sharing your opinions um, at Inside the Promo and at InsideThePromo.com. Now I want to introduce a new feature uh, where we answer your questions and comments about the show. Um, So just kind of a little mailbag thing going on here. So I want to read this one email here from Eric in Falls Church. Um, Actually, two questions. He says, first question is, where do you find the guests for your show? Um, short answer is, I can't tell you. Um, if I were to reveal the identity of the sources on my show, or if I were to reveal how I find uh, the sources on my show, then sources are going to be less likely to come forward. They're going to be less forthcoming, less forthright um, when I speak to them. Um, so that is just, just for the sake of my journalistic integrity, I can't really get into details, uh, about how I find, uh, my guests. Um, the second question here is, uh, tweezer related. Um, are forceps considered tweezers? Um, that's a great question. And I was able to catch up with tweezer Ramon and, uh, he let me know that the answer is sometimes. Uh, forceps are only considered tweezers when they are used on snakes. Now, so the forcep that you have in your home, not a tweezer. The forcep that may uh, doctors may use during surgery, not a tweezer. Unless the surgery was on a snake, then that forcep would then become a tweezer. So to summarize, some forceps are tweezers, but not all. And some tweezers are forceps but not all. That's the mailbag for this week. Um, You can send your questions in at InsideThePromo.com and at InsideThePromo on Twitter or Instagram.
Owen R. Scheister debuted in the World Wrestling Federation in 1991. This business casual brawler quickly gained a reputation for being an accomplished shooter, as well as a stickler for the tax code. He went straight to the top, joining Vince McMahon's inner circle, placing him in the middle of one of the world's most well-known military missions. But is Irwin everything he says he is? Or do his facts need a little auditing? Please join Norm and I as we interview the taxman's taxman. So I was looking at your email line and it said T.E. Vasion. Is that, what do I call you? Is it T.E. or what's your first name? Or? Well, well my, my first name is Tax. Tex? Like no, T-E-X? No, no. no, Tax, like T-A-X, just Tax. Tax, your name is Tax E. Yeah, and the Vasion. E is for the E is for Eugene. Eugene. Tax Eugene Vasion. All right, Vasion. that tracks. Yeah. That tracks. Yeah. The most important part is that my grandfather's name is Eugene, so I got that. So right. Eugene. And, uh, and when I was born, my mom uh, pretty much believed that I was going to be a tax on the family, so she named me Tax. Oh, she made up her mind from the beginning, pretty much. Straight out of the gate. That's interesting. It is kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know a lot of situations where parents have just given their kid a name in the hope that they will fulfill that name as a career. You know, I don't even know. I don't even know if she was thinking that. I mean, she just, just like, this is going to be a tax on the family. This guy is going to be the worst of the worst. Well, really, I really want to talk about is uh, the accounting uh, part of it. You, mm-hmm. you were actually Erwin R. Scheister's accountant. That's right. I was his accountant, and he looked up to me. Actually, he's he very much liked what I did. We had a very good, strong friendship. Really, you don't make it to the Olympics. I'm bringing that up again. I'm sorry. Just clarifying. Just getting the story rub, here. Rub the failures into my face. It's fine. I get it. You don't make it to the Olympics, and you make this transition uh, transition into accounting, mm-hmm. and then IRS walks into your office, and you develop this relationship. But what were your first impressions of him? Well, my first impression was he had, he had the look. He had the look of an accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you suspenders. Know, and, uh, suspenders. Paisley this, 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 this cold blue cobalt eyes. You know, kind of, like, kind of beefy for an accountant. Well, you know, that's, that's the charm, really. The charm really got me with the beefiness, you know. Yeah. yeah. I could I mean, see that. He is sweet on the mic. He can cut, he, he cut a serious promo here. Oh, man. When he said hello, I melted. I was like, this guy. Was there any acknowledgement? Um, regarding the fact that you know you your name was tax uh, and you were an accountant and his name was his his initials were IRS um, and and he well, I mean was he actually working for the IRS at, at this time? You know what? I never made that connection after all these years. I never made his name was oh, IRS. Just, that just dawned on you. I just dawned on me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a I, remarkable coincidence, really. That that I, those I are his just, initials. Yeah. yeah. If I may be so bold, um, did you ever draw the conclusion on your name? What what conclusion? That I'm a tax on my family? Well, I mean that, and that it's when you like you know when you say it out, you say tax evasion. It um you know tax. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. Oh. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of crazy, dude. You're you're you're. Your name is Tax Evasion, and and your your you know one of your clients is his initials are IRS. I mean, this is a bizarro that's, world. That's wild. I, you know, that's wild. I never thought about that. 
Well, that's definitely a theory I want to uh, I want to examine here. But uh, I also want you know I'm curious. Did you was there like a sort of certain excitement about doing the taxes for a man that worked for the Internal Revenue Service? Now you know you did after a while you weren't excited because you found out a lot of the things you mm. believed to be true were not true. But at first, was there like a certain excitement about that? Oh yes, it was a very exciting time. Uh, you know, I, I think we both kind of fed off each other. Like he enjoyed what I did. I enjoyed what he did, mm-hmm. uh, what he brought in. I thought maybe this was going to be an in to the IRS to actually start doing more taxes with the IRS, really. Yeah. And that's, and that's really what you want to do. You're doing, you're the tax man's tax man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't really get a feel for whether he was an accountant or worked for the IRS. It felt both. It felt both ways. It is very, it's a vague facsimile. Mm-hmm. When did you realize that maybe some of the advice he was given out, maybe he wasn't practicing what he was preaching? I, I, found, I, figured, I figured it out right away. I figured it out right away when I, when, I fought, when I saw it and I saw his list. I said, you know what? Something about this doesn't seem right. So I started doing some digging. And I found a lot of inaccuracies. I was surprised. Yeah. So you would have described it as a lot of inaccuracies? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I, I kept my mouth shut for over 20 years because uh, we were such good friends. And when you say friendship, I mean, what kind of things are you sharing a lot of things uh, yeah, we shared a lot of things. Um, we, we did cookouts together. I mean, yeah. it was the mid-90s, so there's a little bit of wife swapping. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. Oh, it's classic, classic 90s behavior. That's right. Mm-hmm. Put on Back to the Future and just wife swap away. I guess that's, what, that's kind of the theme of today's show, kind of the underbelly uh, of what we're talking about here. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's get into this promo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is IRS's top 10 tax tips. Give you a break, you slime. IRS never gives anyone a break, especially a tax cheat like you. But please, I, I lost the receipt. You know, with, with my wife in the hospital and the medical insurance only going so far, I'm really under a lot of stress. Hey, you're making me cry, but it's not going to work. Because you're going to pay your fair share of tax just like everyone else. That's, that is actually my office. We shot in my office. Oh, wow. He asked if to do I said, sure, anything, bud. Anything for me. You, know? you, you mean you talk about figuring him out pretty early. He, he tells you who he is, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He was very direct, always. Like, he walked into the door of my building and said, I am, I am Erwin R. Scheister. And he just pointed at mm. me. I was like, wow, that's a lot of exposition, but okay. Okay. And did he ever say I am IRS with the IRS? Because I'm just curious how I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really hung up on the fact that you, you didn't, uh, you know, really I just, it was his name. I, like, we all have names, right? I mean, I, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to make excuses, but um, I never made the connection. He never actually put IRS with IRS with me. You know? Okay. 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 Yeah. That, 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 that explains a lot. Thank you for clarifying that. Then also to be fair on the name thing, um, his name is Erwin R. Scheister, and we know wrestlers, we like to, they like to use their whole names when they're cutting the promo. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Strange fact, that guy who, the other guy, the actor guy, that's an <laughs> old shot put buddy of mine. Hey. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Man, shot putters are way smaller than I, uh, than I thought they were. Yeah, well, we look bigger on TV. That's just, yeah, that, that camera adds yeah. 10 pounds and six feet. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe IRS isn't as big as I thought he was either. I mean, I've never seen him in person. He was seven feet. Easy. Well, he's suggesting that Coliseum fans, Coliseum video fans, are the biggest tax cheats in the world. This is mighty accusatory. And, you know, yeah. uh, the, the one thing also is the Coliseum was a client of his. So he, it's, it's very odd that he would preach that so heavily. Wait, so you, you, you're saying that Coliseum Video was a, a client of IRS's and Coliseum Video was owned by Vince McMahon. So are you saying that mm-hmm. he was sort of the personal tax man? You know, I'm not saying it out loud uh, because I started making this is those very interesting. We're blowing the doors wide open here. This is, I mean, there's a there's some shady stuff. I mean, I always thought it was weird that Vince McMahon famously uh, despised uh, the actual internal revenue service, but hired a one of their employees to do side gigs for him as a yeah. professional wrestler. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you if you hate someone, you know, keep them close, right? So you hired someone in, kept them in the fold. You had a way into the IRS through IRS. At this point, he goes into the the ta- the top ten tax tips. Tip number ten: Stop claiming your pet animals as household dependents. Yeah. Is that a common practice? Is- you know, honestly, uh, to be honest. Uh, this whole thing came about because him and I got into argument about Sox the cat, who is Bill Clinton's cat. Ah, okay. Uh, he, Bill Clinton was claiming him on his taxes. Really? And that's something IRS told you, or did you know that? I knew that. Everyone kind of knew that. You know, it was, it was like a very home. open secret. But also Sox the cat had a video game out and was making extra revenue. So how mm. can you claim a dependent when it's making in that money? Right. It's actually See? head of the household. Yeah, he was very against it. Wow. That's some typical Clinton behavior right there. It really is. It really is. Wow. And was Sox, was Sox the cat a, a male cat or a female cat? You know, I think it was male. Okay. So lock him up. Lock, lock him, him up. up. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Lock I mean, he's, he's, he's presumably dead, but... Uh, he's way dead. He's yeah. been dead for probably 10 years. Rest in peace, Sox the cat, you, uh, <laughs> you tax dodger. <laughs> Number nine. Start claiming all that cash you made at your last garage sale. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that a common practice for the IRS to come after garage sales? It, I mean, we were they're, all, they're, they're making a lot of money hand over fist there. Yeah, we were all kind of desperate to make more money, you know. Um, and I, honestly, I think this is a personal thing. I told him, I said, look, you're doing a lot of yard sales. You need to claim that money. You can't make two to three grand off a yard sale a week. Wow. And not claim it. Interesting. Wow. I mean, it was really more of an estate at that, that point. I wondered where he got the stuff, honestly. What kind of stuff were, are we talking here? What kind of stuff was he selling at these? Oh, these they had caskets, urns, huh. turnbuckles, okay. ropes. Uh, yeah. Mats. I wonder where he would have gotten that stuff from. Any snakes? Yeah. Tons of snakes. Oh, my God. Did you, had you ever met Jake the Snake? Who? Jake mm-hmm, the Snake okay. Roberts? No, I don't know that guy. Uh, I'm not really, a, no, not not really into animals. No. Oh, not into animals? No, I don't like animals. Gotcha. Number eight. Stop hiding those tips under the mattress. So he's going after the restaurant industry here. Oh, yeah. And also also his ex-wife. His ex-wife was a waitress. So he yeah, was really? always on her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Debbie? Oh, God. I miss Debbie. She was great. 
is it what ruined their marriage in the ultimately the 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 tips yeah thing? yeah actually it did i mean um he, he just kept pushing her about it and she got scared and, you know, so so we're talking about a man who is very sort of dedicated to his career yeah he was, he was a, i say was, he's still alive he's still alive i mean he is a great guy he's a great guy okay. but he can be very hard line on those rules that's what we're finding out we're uncovering all of this um it feels good to get off my chest. Yeah, it's very cathartic. I find and that we appreciate you telling us all of this information. We really do. It's it's it can't be easy for you to come and uh, tattle on your friend like this. Um, <laughs> well, tattle really appreciate, really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Quite a tattler. He's tattling on himself here. That's true. That's true. Number seven. Get rid of that gas guzzling four door and try walking to work to cut down on your fuel expense claims. This this one is a little puzzling uh, mm. to me because this seems like sound advice for the planet. Yeah, I don't think he realized that when he wrote it or came up with it. I, he definitely yeah. had some regrets later on about it. That's, I like this one. I like this one. Yeah, it almost sounds like a McMahon line. It sounds yeah. like something McMahon would have told him to say. Yeah, and uh, a couple years later, he totally reverses the, the like decision on that. He said, "You know, what? I'm going to buy an SUV." Fell into the SUVs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had at least uh, he had a PT Cruiser, uh, mm. Hummer. Yeah, he, he bought a Hummer. I he mean, had several SUVs. Several, several. Because I mean, I, he's I think... a big he's a big guy, so I get the I get the need for the the SUV, but uh, having more than one that just seems very sort of extravagant. Um, but hell, I kind of I respect it almost. I I would also say that uh, after saying it, a certain industry, I'm not going to say who, gasoline, got a hold of him and started paying him to say the opposite. You know, like, Okay, yeah. Yeah, he never paid for those SUVs. They just mysteriously showed up, in my opinion. Okay. And did, and you never, did you ever ask where they came from? You know, I did once, and he just gave me that hard cobalt eye look, and it was just enough to freeze my blood. Mm. And did you did you ever speculate on where they might have come from? I saw his taxes. I knew where they came from. Hmm. Well, where did they come from? Uh, I don't want to say them out. I mean, they're Chevron. Number six. Start claiming all that money you made mowing the neighbor's lawn while collecting unemployment. Now this is directed right at small business owners and uh, and very precocious children. What was his problem with the mowing the neighbor's lawn? Yeah, this was a this is a lesson to his his two youngest. You know, like mm. he said, you need to claim that money. And I remember little Husky just chomping away at the lawn mowing. You know, he loved to mow lawns. Mm-hmm. Little Husky. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. I don't know what he goes like by Bray Wyatt now or something. Ah, yes, that's his son. Have you not been watching? I don't. I don't really watch it. I just. I mean, we catch up once in a while. Um, you know, he's like, oh, my name's Bray Wyatt now. I'm like, that's a nice name, Little Husky. He's like, I call him Little Husky. Um, what was Little Husky like when he was a kid? Oh, he was imaginative, very creative. Uh, I remember uh, he had a Barbie house, and he ripped the heads off the Barbies and hanged them in the house. And I said, "Wow, that's 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 something." Okay, well, um, he's um, he's doing well. That's good. That's good. I, I haven't seen him in a while. I hope he's doing all right. Yep. Number five. Get a priest 
to sign a receipt for all those so-called Sunday donations. Um, now, this can go two ways. Uh, this can be an anti-religious sentiment, or it could just be a friendly reminder. It was definitely yeah. anti-religious. Anti-religious, okay. okay. You believe in the separation because of church? Okay, yeah, because churches famously don't, uh, don't have to pay tax taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and he was upset about this? Oh, all the time. Interesting. How did he feel about um, Scientology being given tax-exempt status? Mm-hmm. I I remember that day he cried. He cried. He cried. I'd never seen him cry before, but he cried that day. He's like, I'm going to start my own religion. You always say that. I'm going to start my own religion. Start my own own thing. Show him how it's done. He was like, LRH can do it. IRS can do it too. You know, usually when people are anti-religion, it's because of the dogma. Um, not, you know, they don't take the tax thing so personally, you know. Oh yeah, it was total opposite. He he took the taxing personally. He didn't really care about. I mean, he cared, but he didn't really care about that so much about the mythology. Nine uh, eleven just happened. I think he wanted to tax Islam. Was he? And uh, was anyone listening to him down at the IRS when he talked about wanting to tax? You, you know, he had his he had his little pool of people, his little little group of friends. You yeah. know, he definitely was good at just cultivating a crowd of people to listen to. Yeah, I think his son has uh, the same ability um so nothing really happened with the nothing really happened with the taxing of bin laden um yeah that's what he tried to propose tax bin laden wow that's bold very bold yeah i mean he had to find him first where was he that's true you can't tax somebody without an address right that's right so is that i mean is i don't want to sort of blow the lid off of anything too sort of controversial here but do is i mean is that the real reason why bin laden was sort of so unceremoniously executed was because he hadn't been paying his taxes i you know i don't want to put words into any government body's mouth but yes Mm. yes definitely thank you for revealing that information wow so we you can confirm that 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 death was actually tax related and not to do with 9-11 it was extremely tax related. I mean, um, Pakistan is a famous tax haven as well. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, I heard Vince wanted to move the company to Pakistan to wow. escape tax laws. They didn't go into this in uh, zero dark thirty. That's for sure. If IRS was uh, Vince's accountant, did he, or at least for Coliseum Video, do you think he was? Do you think he knew about all of this? Yeah, he told me. He told me about it. And what was your what was your response at the time that when Vince when you found out Vince wanted to move the company to Pakistan. Well, I, at first it was shock, shock and awe, and then uh, very uh, clever reference. Is it? Well, we're talking about the Middle East, so yeah. Oh, I don't watch politics. So quickly jump back to the Pakistan thing. Yeah, please. I was going to do. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Vince was Vince was aware. It was Vince McMahon aware of the operation to capture and kill Bin Laden before anyone else. Before you know, their, I. Their, yeah, definitely. If you watch that 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 famous picture of of uh, what's his name, uh, Obama and Hillary Clinton watching the watching the yeah. uh, you know that if you take that picture and just move it like a couple like milli feet to the left, Vince is there. Vince is in the room, and he's mad. He's mad. Whoa! And so this does ex- I mean that does explain why John Cena was uh, able to announce that Bin Laden had been. Mm-hmm compromised to a permanent end 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, wow. Really interesting. I mean, we, I thought we were just going to be talking about taxes, but now we've we've sort of revealed this whole. I guess it's. I don't want to say conspiracy, but you know, you can say conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. John Cena was very influential in the locker room uh, and in the office. Um, there's no way that he didn't not know about this. Well, I mean, if you move yeah. the camera two more feet from Vince, John Cena is there watching wow. it as well. Wow. Cena and Vince McMahon were in the sit- the situation room the night that Bin Laden was uh, compromised to a permanent end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. You, I mean, the John Cena, you can't see him, right? So mm-hmm. who else knows better about not seeing things? Let's see. Let's see Dark Side of the Ring get these kind of scoops. Yeah. 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 Let's see them get these kind of scoops. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, f- number four. Business expense claims are for that. Business. Not weekend getaways to Orlando. Now, this one seems to be directed to families with small children. Um, or did he just have a bad experience in Orlando? Or He had a bad experience in Orlando, specifically Orlando. Uh you know, he, he, he'd taken the family down one day to, to see, just drive by Disney World. And uh, he was there for business. And he got audited, actually. He got audited when he was in Orlando? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. The city of Orlando turned on, turned on him and said, this guy is a tax fraud. Wow. And then what did, whatever came with that? Well, I mean, the kids could never go to Disney World. That was number one. Oh my uh, God, that's like a death sentence. It, yeah, uh, it was real bad. They, I remember them crying hard about it. Lil Husky never got to go to Disneyland. Yeah, he, he was mad and, and sad at the oh, same wow. time. It was a weird feel. That explains a lot, you know. The other thing is, you know, or maybe this was a shot towards WCW because at that time, Orlando was kind of like the main, it was one of the main hubs for WCW shows. Yeah, they were working out Florida a lot. I didn't want to say what the business was, but the business was to go down there and see if if WCW needed a new tax guy. I mean, he was looking for new clients at this point. Did he tell you? Did he ever tell you what happened? He just said it wasn't as stable as he thought it was going to be. He, he saw it in the he like he got their receipts, looked at yeah. it, and said, "You know what? Not for me." Number three, having your daughter's buck teeth fixed doesn't constitute a proper medical claim. I feel like now he's just getting kind of sloppy, maybe stepping out of his element by getting into medical billing. Uh, I don't think, doesn't sound like he quite understands it because this actually sounds like a great example of a medical claim. Perfect yeah. example. It was actually a great example of a medical claim because your buck teeth are going to cause issues and problems later on in life. So you need a medical claim for that. I get that. Uh, he was anti-dentist. I'm going to say it. I think he saw one once. Uh, and then that was it. He had enough. Yeah, I think his, I think the dentist's name was like DTS or DDS Hertzum or something oh, like that. Okay, okay, yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, well, you know, some not all dentists have a great bedside manner, so mm-hmm. I, I, I understand that. He also wanted to add into that tax that uh, he wanted to claim tooth fairy money. Hmm. Wait, so, so he he was he supported legislation. Um, that that didn't allow you to get your daughter's teeth fixed, but he wanted to claim tooth fairy. Yes. Yeah. Wow. He had an issue trying to understand the difference between reality and and fake. Uh, He had a hard time with that. 
And he's like, where does the money come from? Where is the, I'm like, you know, I'll tell you when you're older. I'll tell you when you're older. Number two, try mailing your return on time for a change. And uh, you mentioned that maybe Erwin's uh, mental state, maybe everything was kind of closing in on him. You can kind of tell by this list is becoming more erratic um, mm-hmm. as you get to the top. Uh, number two, he says, try mailing your return on time. Um, seems like a strangely helpful thing to say after you can't get your daughter's teeth fixed. Yeah, I mean, he was. I think he was just grasping for something at this point to say. Like, he was working on the list next to me. I remember this back. I remember back then in the day. He's working on this list next to me. And he goes, what should I say? I said, well... It'd be great if you like email you know, you you mailed your your forms on time IRS. It'd be great if you did that. And I said it sarcastically, you know, like haha. And he's like, "Oh, that's a good one." He wrote it down. He doesn't yeah. seem one for uh, he doesn't seem like he understands sarcasm. No, no, he doesn't get sarcasm or tooth fairies. Two big weak points for his life. I want to get into the number one uh, tip here, but I I I'm I I feel like I would be remiss as a journalist if I didn't ask you about the Pakistan, about Vince moving to Pakistan. That's true. I mean, we did kind of we do glaze need to, over that. Yeah, we do need to get back on this topic very, yeah. so, Just very quick. According to IRS, Vince wanted to move the office to Pakistan, and it yes. didn't work out. Uh, why is that? It didn't work out because uh, Vince wanted to, and I, I this, is, uh, this is insane. He wanted to literally lift the headquarters, the building, with five helicopters and fly mm. it over to Pakistan. Wow. Like an evil villain from a James Bond villain. Like, you know. And he could he couldn't do that? That seems very doable with the need at least six helicopters. Air Force. He needs six helicopters. He would not pay the extra money. Oh, he wouldn't six. shell out for the sixth. He wouldn't only, sell, yeah. He would only pay for five, okay. He didn't give any thought to just moving into a, a building, a pre existing building in Pakistan. Well he just got the building the way he liked it. Do you think that type of uh you know that that type of placating that the staff had to do around Vince you think that weighed on Irwin I think so I think that's one of the reasons he wanted to get out yeah there was a lot of pressure on him uh to to do the taxes the way Vince wanted Vince like is every year Vince was like give me more money I want more money give me more tax cuts and he's doing the best he can and the number one tip for all you Coliseum video fans Quit your crying and pay what's due, or IRS will audit you. Mm, very threatening. Also, yeah. not very helpful. Yeah, not very helpful. Uh, not exactly a tip. Uh, it rhymes. <laughs> not a tip at all. It rhymes, so someone put some thought into it. Do you all still talk? No, I, I don't want to bring this up too much, but in 2007, we, we cut ties. Wow. Wow. Was that pretty traumatic? It was. It was. Uh, I, he said he's going to go with someone faster and cleaner, and that was uh, TurboTax, the company. TurboTax. Uh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Presumably, he's not the one, not the only client of yours to to make that that jump. Yeah. I mean, we are looking back at on on. I mean, this video was it was your glory days. Um, yeah. It can't be easy. This. Yeah, it's like uh, dropping a shot put on your foot all over again. Oh, gosh, wow. yeah. yeah. No, go ahead and let it out because it's, I mean, it's good for the show. <laughs> the shot put on your foot that ended your shot putting career, right? It, and It yeah. broke my, my toes in half. I uh, wow, can't shot put. In half? Yeah. 
All of them. Oh, I had man. I had practically ten toes on one foot because they're just broken in half. But I hope let out, man. It's okay. Let out. I hope one day everyone can forgive him for being such a hard ass and see him for who he is. A sweet man with with the best blue eyes I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I hope he's listening to this. I mean, well, maybe I hope he listens to some of this. I don't want him to hear too much of the revelations that were made about his personal life. Um, yeah, some of that stuff does not sound kosher. Yeah, uh, maybe we can just crop out the the some of the some of the stuff, the, the, the treasonous stuff, some of some of Tax's sort of confessions about, uh, yeah, the the treachery and the the Pakistan stuff, probably. Yeah, That's I mean, I don't think the world, the world no, is not. No, ready no, to hear. we know the world needs to know. Keep it in. No, you're Keep right. You're right. The you're world right. needs to know that John Cena was in the Situation Room. Also, the Tooth Fairy isn't real. Let's just be honest. Tooth Fairy isn't real. There's a chance for reconciliation. Oh man, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of history between me and him. A lot of history. Uh, if the time was right, you know, maybe an Applebee's or something like that. Applebee's saves paid. relationships. It does. It really does. Uh, and if he could be the man to admit that he was sorry. You know, like he was wrong. Then maybe, maybe there could be a, a channel to talk again. Hmm. You know, it's just that I, I've lowered my rates. I, I mail hmm. in his. I do everything I can to get more clients. And I had to, I had to close my business down because of TurboTax. And um, I now work at a Wendy's. Um, wow. Assistant. That's manager. a very noble profession, man. Yeah, we're essential. Yeah, definitely. The spicy chicken sandwich is. Uh... I'm doing a French kiss. Yeah, French kiss. Delicious. I always, yeah. I always sub chili for fries. I mean, that's you genius. Have to. Yeah. I mean, after I made the chili, I didn't do that, but that's that's neither here or there. learned some startling facts tonight number one the u.s-led mission to kill osama bin laden was tax related and not related to 9-11 as we have been previously told number two vince mcmahon and john cena were in the situation room with barack obama and hillary clinton when the mission to kill osama bin laden was being carried out and number three Vince McMahon wanted to move Titan Tower to Pakistan. If we assume that all those things are true, what was Vince McMahon's role in the killing of Osama bin Laden? And how is that related to the relationship between Vince and IRS and IRS and the IRS? And was killing bin Laden the end goal? Or was it just part of the ill-fated plan to move the company to the Middle East? And let's not forget about John Cena. Did John Cena give the orders to kill Osama bin Laden? All good questions, no doubt. But the real story here might be about friendship. And not just the friendship between TE Bayesian and IRS, but between the American taxpayer and the common good. So many Americans pride themselves on being patriotic. But shouldn't paying taxes be the most patriotic thing you do? Tax time should be a day of celebration and transparency 
where we're all happy to pay our fair share. But instead, we get lectured and ridiculed in the form of top 10 lists. The American people expect more out of our public servants. It's time the Irwin R. Shysters of the world understand that. And that's the show for tonight. You can join the conversation at insidethepromo.com or at insidethepromo on Twitter, on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, uh, and anywhere else uh, you get podcasts. Uh, I'm Jason St. Jordan. Have a good night. want to point out very quickly that the song is actually called you give love a bad name a lot of people just think it's called shot through the heart um just thought i should clarify that no that's a good point Mm. that was fine until you said that oh Oh, okay